1: And no real content. All right, what do you say we do this? It's a Friday. I'm going to call it a summer Friday because it's going to be 62 degrees and beautiful today. For real? For real. 62 and sunny today. That voice is by the man, the myth, the legend. His name is Albert Axel Dukes. What's up, Al?
2: Thank you, Jerry. Hi, it's good to be here on a summer Friday. And I had a strange dream last night. I know most people don't care about other people's dreams, but it is show related. I was uh, working back at K Rock, and I had a mullet.
1: I mean, I had hair. Look at that.
2: I I had a blonde mullet. a mullet. Brown. What's a what's a mullet? A blonde mullet. Right. All right. I must be inspired by Geo and seeing his mullet every day on my on my TV camera. That you're spooked out by it, and now you're dreaming of it. No, but I was like enjoying it. I was enjoying my like. I was always tossing my hair so you forth. were like
1: the guys in that commercial on the boat
2: yes and i was hanging out at the time with howard stern well that doesn't surprise me you mm-hmm. love howard stern but i but i was like hanging with him with me and my mullet hanging with howard stern and then i was going to try to in, introduce howard stern to my mother at some big corporate so meeting. you were dreaming about your mom yeah and then he showed up with his wife beth and i was like eh, i don't want to bother him when he's with his wife beth it's
1: amazing is you, the details you remember about this dream. Yeah, I don't usually, usually a couple minutes after I wake up, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I and then, and uh, oh, you know what woke me up? I had a, I kept
2: trying to find a bathroom at K Rock that had a, like none of the bathrooms had a door lock on it. And I had to go number two. And then I did find a toilet and it had no seat, but there was a seat nearby in a box and I had to fix the seat first. Then I
1: woke up. So to recap, you dreamt about your mom, a mullet, mm-hmm. and going uh, to the bathroom. And Howard Stern. Those four, those four topics. All right. You feel better for it now?
2: Uh, I do. I woke up feeling better. Uh, Jerry, it's time for what we do every summer Friday here, and you mentioned it is a summer Friday. I think it is. Alan Jerry's cool games of the weekend. Hit it, Eddie. <laughs> oh, Eddie can't hit it. Eddie's what not we there. do here, Jerry, is we go very quickly... We'll stop at the games we think are cool and explain why they're cool, and we'll blow right past the games that are not cool. I like that. I'm good. Yes. So these are uh, – these are we look at the NFL schedule every Friday, and we tell you what are the cool games this weekend. Because yes. right now you're probably getting up.
1: Uh, you know your local team or the team that you root for. You know who they're playing. By the way, I, are, I killed it last night. With what the, do you mean? With the under points, under yards, under everything.
2: Oh, you dominated the uh, uh, Seahawks-Cardinals game. Uh, Seahawks won that one 28-21. Yeah. I mean, you had Russell Wilson through for 197 yards. I love any game where there's no field goals. 28-21, it's like an old school playing touch football in the street where there's no such thing as field goals or extra points. A touchdown is worth seven points. Easy to keep score that way. 28-21. 28-21. It is
1: easy. To, I would agree it is easy to keep score that way. That is very true. So what did you have, Jerry? You, you had, had Russell Wilson. With, the only problem with your statement is that yeah. there, were, there were field goals.
2: In a 28-21 game?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, was this two point conversion screwing up things?
2: Were there really field goals? Yeah, it was, in a 25, it was
1: 25 21 in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
2: I would have bet a million dollars, Sheriff. You would have said, you, Al, were there field goals? Al, just look at quickly look at the score. Tell me if there. I would have bet $1 million you, no field goals. You had field goals? You had
1: a safety? Oh. <laughs> I just figured I'd let you kind of sink on that one. <laughs> there was no chance. People would believe that
2: if they didn't watch the game.
1: Well, maybe. Clearly, I
2: did watch the game. I,
1: 28-21. I don't disagree with you That's except wild. for the fact that the NFL has gotten goofs. Like when we were kids, yeah. if you saw 28-21, that was four touchdowns to three touchdowns. Yep. The no problem question. is the game's gotten goofy with the two-point conversion. Not that that was an issue last night, but the two-point conversion throws everything out of whack now because you really have no idea how teams score and when they score. Right, because when we were much younger, Jerry, if you,
2: there'd be like one safety a year in the NFL. Right. If that. Uh, well, there were probably years that went by where there were no uh, safeties. I don't know
1: about that, but you're right. In we the didn't Kenny, see a lot of them.
2: In the Kenny Stabler era, I bet there were no safeties. There were safeties. Kenny Stabler no, would punch saf- you in the face it, if he was about to get sacked in the of end
1: zone. Of course there were safeties. Well, very few.
2: So you're telling me last night there was a safety, there was a, and a field goal, and yeah.
1: a two point conversion. There were two field goals. Holy Seattle moly. Seattle kicked two field goals, I believe. That's six points. And they had a two point, they had the uh, safety. Seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten. I they missed an extra point somewhere. It. And they missed, it. I mean, my goodness. I'm telling you, the game had everything. Crazy. So not exactly what you thought. And a near brouhaha as well.
2: Ooh, a brouhaha.
1: What I'm surprised this? you
2: didn't know about this. I didn't this. see that. There's actually, no one reporting on the brouhaha. I
1: honestly don't know. I just know it involved DK Metcalf. Oh, and a, brou- and a potential brouhaha. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep uh, last night. Me too. But yes, potential brouhaha, mm-hmm. two field goals, a safety. So you really nailed it when you said classic football. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it when I said classic football, 28-21, touchdowns, extra points, no nonsense. <laughs> Lots of nonsense, actually. All right. All right. Thanks. So let's get to cool or not cool. Jerry, cool
2: games of the weekend. So last night was the first game, which we didn't do, so we won't count that one. The first one I have for you is Steelers at Jaguars.
1: You know what's so funny about this? Because mm-hmm. the Jaguars are 1-7 or 1-8, one or one and eight, one one they are. 1-8, and eight, okay. And Steelers the Steelers, Steelers nine are 9-0. Oh. Oh. This should be the classic not cool game. Right. But here's why I'm going to say no. I'm going to say cool. Me too. I love Mike Tomlin. I'm intrigued by how they've Really given a lot of respect to Jacksonville this week, and I'm into this March for 16 and 0. So I am going to say cool game. Same here, Jerry. I'm going cool game because I think this is going to be a very
2: close game. Well, you also picked the Jaguars to win. I picked the Jaguars straight up, Jerry. With no point, I don't even right. need the money 10 line. points. Money line, right? Jerry, cool now. Cool game number two. Lions Panthers. No, no, nope. You got probably no Teddy Bridgewater. So who knows what's going to... I don't even know who's quarterbacking for the Panthers. So that's not a cool game.
1: I don't even care. It's just not...
2: Don't care either way, I guess. Okay. Uh, Game number three, Jerry. Cool game, not cool game. Patriots at Texans. God, it should be. And I'm not interested. Agreed. Not a cool game. Again, it's the Texans, though. Just not interested in the Texans. Not interested. I'm going to have a similar feeling to this game. Titans at Ravens. Mm. (sighs) Hmm.
1: Not well, cool. I'm on the fence on this one. I'm gonna say not because cool. Because of the playoff game last year. But I think if you're on the fence, it's not a cool game. I know, but I'm not ready to say not he. I would mm. say oh man. How about mildly intrigued? Not mildly cool intrigued. and not, it's not not cool and it's not cool. Okay. It's in the middle somewhere. Eagles at Cleveland Browns.
2: Not cool. Next. Boy, this is <laughs> a rough this is a rough week for the NFL. <laughs> Falcons at Jameis Winston's New Orleans Saints. No. Again, not cool boy, Not a lot of cool games. How about no. this one, Jerry? Bengals at Washington. Oh, God, no. Jerry, that's the 1 o'clock games. We're over with the 1 o'clock games. So we legitimately have... A game between a nine and team versus a one and eight team. That's the one we're interested and in. <laughs> that's our cool game of the one o'clock window. <laughs> that is terrible. That is wild. Yeah, that's a bad one. That's some wild stuff, Jerry. Let's get to the four o'clock games. Yes. So cool, not cool. Jets at Chargers.
1: Oddly enough, yes, slightly cool. I'm yeah. gonna go with you on that one too, Jerry. Justin step. Herbert thing. I feel yep. like the Jets are. I don't know why. I feel like the Jets are gonna play well Sunday. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to put them cool in the game? cool game. Yes, yes.
2: Okay. We now have got one cool game in the four o'clock window. What about Dolphins at Broncos?
1: Yeah. I, mm, I'm sure you're going to go with cool. I'm not no. I'm not really not interested. Cool. I'm not interested either. I'm not into the Tua Love and the Broncos. Mm, same. Uh, I'm going to go cool game on this one, Jerry. Packers, Cowboy, Oh, okay.
2: Cowboys, Vikings.
1: Yeah I, yeah. I have to, so I'll say cool game. Yeah. I'm gonna say cool game just because it's like it's really you versus Gio. I'm concerned. Well, I mean that's fine. Here's what I'm concerned about: Dalvin Cook against the Cowboys' bad bad defense. (laughs) Oh, could I take the over on rushing yards? Oh my God! Well, I will tell you, Demarcus Lawrence this week said, "Ain't no one gonna be running for 300 yards on us this week." Is that right? Now that's a nice thing. How about no one runs for 150? (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly lofty standards. And I did talk to Amari Cooper yesterday. Oh, you did for your uh, Compass Compass Media Media Networks uh, pregame show. What did he say? anything cool? Not really. It's a cool segment, nothing cool. No, he was very matter of fact. Kind of feels like they've maybe turned a corner, perhaps the last couple okay. weeks they've played better. We'll see. I mean, the proof will be in the results. Uh but well, cuz they played really well against the Steelers. This is in Minnesota. No fans. In
2: Minnesota, no fans. But Jerry. I feel like Le- the
1: Vikings are starting to hit their stride. They are. So this is, but yeah, all right. I'll go with cool game. I have Cool to. game me too. Uh Packers at Colts. I'm, I am interested in this game. Me too.
2: Definitely a cool game to me. Yeah. The Colts are uh, on our, uh, you know, they're they're they've got a lot more wins than I. I never think of the Colts when I think of teams with many wins. Sure, and the Packers I always like.
1: Uh, Sunday night
2: game, Chiefs Raiders.
1: You know why this is a cool game, and this has nothing to do with the fact that the Raiders beat them first time around because I do okay. expect the Chiefs to beat them like a drum Sunday night. Mm-hmm. The I don't know who's playing defense for the Raiders, so I Maybe. find it intriguing what that's going to look like. They're bringing Lester Hayes
2: back. They're gonna let him. <laughs> they're gonna let him fill up with stickum. He's got all the glue on his hands. I love He's how like, you go back to the '80s with all your <laughs> references. <laughs> all my sports references from the '70s and '80s. That's <laughs> pretty funny. And finally, Jerry, the Monday night game this week—cool game, not cool game. Rams Bucks. Yeah, I'm
1: interested in that. You realize, uh, you've I, I, always you know.
2: said Tom Brady always interesting.
1: It is, and the fact that I guess the Bucks have no, they don't play well on prime time, and they've certainly. What they lose thirty eight to three? Yeah, thirty eight. Prime time a couple of weeks prime ago. Time. So who's that? That was the Saints, right? Saints. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I'm interested in that. Yes. And Bruce okay. Arians is getting annoyed that people keep asking about Antonio Brown. So, so if we're looking at cool games this
2: week, it's Rams Bucks, it's Chiefs Raiders, it's Packers Colts Cowboys Vikings Jets Chargers and Steelers Jaguars. Yeah. Those are Alan Jerry's cool games of the week. You know what's kind of
1: cool about that is that we know that four o'clock is going to be busy for us. And we yeah. can kind of settle in on Steelers-Jaguars if we want. Right. Sunday at 1.
2: I do like settling in for the 1 o'clock games where I don't have to be fully locked in. And since there are not a lot of cool games, you don't have to be fully locked in. 4 o'clock, you got the local Jets games. You got Cowboys. You got all the ones we mentioned there. A lot going that's on. That's going to be the witching hour.
1: The, I thought that's supposed to be the fourth quarter. That's the fourth quarter is the witching hour. I like the witching hour now. Does oh, you, I thought what the, the whole 4 o'clock game schedule was. Do
2: you? Does the other guy, the because I get uh, uh, Scott Hansen? So do I. Okay, so I wonder, does the other guy doesn't do witching hour then? Because I feel like that's the ears? Scott Hanson thing. Yeah, the big ears. The I Andrew, feel bad. Big ears. He's Al, got
3: large ears. Yes. You, did you notice last week, because there was five earlies and six lates, there yeah. were two witching hours.
2: Oh, two witching hours. He said hours. it twice. Wow. I look
3: forward to that. Yep. And I look forward to it at the beginning when he says, Seven hours of commercial-free football. <laughs> yep, starts now.
2: I like the witching hour. He goes where wins turn into losses, losses turn into wins.
3: Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. And Jerry. then at some point during the when the late games start, he says seven hours of commercial-free commercial free. football rolls. On, you
1: think he goes home on. and is just so footballed out Jacked. he can't look at it for a couple of days, even though no, he's I probably think- on NFL Network Monday. You I think, feel like he goes home and is all jacked up and wants to yeah, play football. I, you yeah, think he's exhausted?
3: No, no, I think he loves it. I don't know it, about that. And uh, I think he lives it. But
1: you can love it and live it and still be exhausted from uh, it. Okay, there because are, I'm sure. I would say just knowing or at least thinking I know what goes into that show, he's got to be there a solid two or three hours before the show starts. Oh, it's yes. a 12-hour day easy. It has to be. And all he is consuming is nothing but football, football, football all day long. I think he's got to go home. He probably sees his wife and kids and just like turn the TV off. It's enough, I would think. This is a guy in like 20 years. If he's no longer
2: involved in football or whatever, any any type of trivia from this era.
1: Oh my gosh, he'd be the guy to have on your team. You say you have that. to know no, everything about everything. I disagree with that. I disagree. I've called. I mean, how many games have I called during my 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 career? I don't a remember. Lot of games. I don't even remember the games the next day. Mm. It's weird. I. It's just what it is.
3: Yeah, some people have like like that short-term, immediate, like I, I looked at my sheet and my grids and whatever it is you make for your games, and then it's gone. Right. But I think for some people... There's some people such, it's photographic. Mm, not quite, but yes. But it, it, it. they have a better retention of sure. it for whatever well, reason. Listen,
1: I remember big plays sure. through yes. the years, and there are certain things I absolutely remember. But there is no doubt there have been times I've come in here the morning after a game And whether it was Craig or Greg or Boomer would ask me, how did Player X do? No idea. Okay, let me pull up the box sheet. I don't remember. So, And that's weird, but that is the case. And think about all the plays he's watched. I'm sure he remembers all the big ones, but I don't think he's remembering everything. No, you're correct. It's like saturation of the brain with your witching hour, Al. The witching hour and seven hours of nonstop football. We have to take a quick break. Non-stop warm-up show coming up after this. And then Boomer and Geo, it's a football summer Friday on the fan.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Alan Jerry, now offering curbside delivery. All right,
1: 523, it's a football summer Friday on The Fan. Warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Time now, it's really just one question, one answer. Time now for a game I like to call... Guess the fake headline. Al Dukes, are you ready to hear the contestant of Guess the Fake Headline? How many headlines
2: will you give me, Jerry, and I'll pick the fake one? I'm going to give
1: you three headlines. Two will be legit. One will be phony. All right. You tell me if you can guess the phony headline. Perfect. You you know, Jerry,
2: I am an expert at headlines. Oftentimes, I will only read a headline and not the full story, so I feel like this is a game. I'm going to nail it.
1: Hit the music, Eddie. Oh, he's not in there again. Okay. Well, mm. no, those things happen. So we'll just make believe that all uh, right, Jerry, the, yes. the music is playing, and here we Love go. Love it. Headline number one. Mm-hmm. Would-be robber caught on video holding elderly woman at knife point.
2: <laughs> so these are all feel-good stories, I see. All all right, right. I didn't say they're Elder. good. That's headline okay. number one. Headline, headline number, number one. two.
1: All right. Man mauled by moose mm. in the mountains. Interesting. Okay. Headline number three. Woman allegedly slugs cop trying to impound her pig. Mm. Which is the fake headline, Al Dukes? Whew. I'm
2: going to say the uh, the first headline. Give me that one again, Would-be Jerry. robber
1: mm-hmm. caught on video holding elderly woman at knife point. Yeah, I'm going to say that's, that's a your fake final headline. Answer, Al that's my final answer. Eh, that's a legit oh. headline and sadly a legit oh. story from New York City this oh, morning. Shocking. <laughs> I knew it was from New York. That I could tell you if it was real. <laughs> the false headline, mm-hmm. the fake headline was Man Mauled by a Moose in the Mountains. Oh, see, I thought that was possible. Woman allegedly slugs cop trying to impound her pet pig is legit as well. Real story. Where's that from? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, New York Post has it. So let's see. So if probably this New York is in New as well. New York. It'd be see. great if it's in like Upper West Side. A yeah. uh, Texas woman. Oh, Texas woman. A Texas woman arrested Monday for allegedly punching a police officer who was trying to impound her her pet pig. Her pig. Wow. Mm -hmm. Impounding a pet pig. And there are other Mm -hmm. stories here that I was going to give you, but quite frankly, they make me ill. So So you don't want to do those. I'm going to pass. All right. I will pass. This is a good one, too, real quick. Man arrested mid-interview for a job with the state police. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the horrendous part of this story. All right. They... I guess I actually read this article, and so he's interviewing for an office job with the state police. It's not like you don't want to be a cop. But it's an office job with the state police. And I guess they do some sort of a polygraph as part of the interview process, and something set it off. And I want if I read it correctly, I think they found out that he had child rape allegations in his oh, past. Right. I, yeah, no, no, I said horrendous. horrendous all sure. these stories are horrendous. But that headline is funny. Man arrested mid interview for a job with the state police. You're coming with me? Oh, for a second part of the interview? You no, know you're arrested. Yeah, and he a uh, Washington guy.
2: Hmm. So he was arrested. All right. Well, so. I'm glad to see he was he was arrested, Jerry. And justice will
1: take over for here. I certainly hope so.
2: Here's an interesting story, Jerry, and I wonder what you would do in this situation. Yeah. It involves uh, Baltimore Ravens fullback Pat Ricard. <laughs> I saw this. So Pat goes on to the, uh, the app DoorDash, which I enjoy using myself, and he orders from Outback Steakhouse. Um, they delivered it, though, to his neighbor by mistake. They didn't put it on Pat's front door. They put it on the neighbor's front door. And they, when they leave it at your door, they take a picture and tell you, hey, delivery made. Sure. Here's where it is. So yeah. he saw it was at his next door neighbor's house, whom he does not know. So he wandered over there to pick up his Outback Steakhouse a meal, and the neighbor was eating it.
1: Yeah. Well, what would you do? What would I do would if they- walk you start I... the streets to see whose dinner this was?
2: No, but I would I don't know what I would do. I would not eat it. I would not eat someone's meal that was not mine from DoorDash, because I'd feel like at some point, they might come knocking. I, I don't know what I would do, though, at that moment. I'm not sure what I would do either, but I do feel like the neighbor's getting a bad rap. For eating the steak, he did. Because, he did. He did leave the appetizer and the, and dessert. the dessert. I saw yeah.
1: that because the way I read it initially, I got the sense that he went and grabbed it off of his right. porch. That
2: now again, I'm so happy, Jerry. I did not just read the headline because the Cause headline said, like. said something like uh, a neighbor steals his DoorDash order.
1: Yes. In the meantime, it was basically placed right in front of his front door. Yeah. So again, I don't listen. If someone dropped off a couple of pies. You know, a couple of pizzas and a sub at my front door. Would I take it in and start eating it immediately? No. But I, I don't know. I don't know that I'd start knocking on doors either. Right. I'm not sure what I would do with it. I guess call the pizza place. But in a lot of cases, they don't leave anything. There's no receipt. I think what I would do is I would take the
2: DoorDash order and w- just walk up and down my block for like a couple minutes to see if
1: anyone was looking out the window saying, <laughs> where's my
2: DoorDash order? <laughs> you-
1: That's what I would do, I think. Would you? Although, you know, I should say if it was Outback, it probably had Outback bags. So I guess theoretically they could have called the restaurant. Oh, right. Yes. But even then, would the restaurant even know because it was delivered by a delivery service? Via DoorDash. Right. So they wouldn't even know where it was going. No. They just get the DoorDash. I know a friend of mine has um, a diner type restaurant and those just come in, at least he tells me, as DoorDash or Grubhub. It doesn't say where it's going to.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of places be, because I'll do I'll do pickup as well. I don't get the things delivered a lot. A lot of times, I like to go to the place and for non non contact, they just have like tables in the front of these restaurants with yeah. all the bags. You could take any bag you want. And the number order, the number order, right? It's really right. on
1: the honor system. Anybody could walk in and take it. Yeah, that is very true. So I again, I think the neighbors getting a bad rap here, but you're right. I don't know that you just start eating it either. Right, you can't, I don't think he could just start eating it. And look what happened to the player. You got the Outback sending him free meals. DoorDash is giving him a free meal. Right, that's true.
2: Not it's bad. all worked out in the end, Jerry. I would say so, yes. And he got his appetizer. He's fine. And he got his appetizer and dessert. Uh, Steve Cohen yesterday, uh, Jerry, took to Twitter and answered a bunch of fans' uh, tweets. You I know, did p- see p- this. People were, there was a whole bunch of things. Uh, tweeted. But the couple of things that are making headlines is a lot of people was at, were asking Steve Cohen about Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, this is
1: actually pretty cool.
2: They want him just to write Bobby Bonilla a check for eighteen mil, be done with it, and we don't have to deal with this every year. Why? I don't know why Mets fans feel like this is such a big deal every year. It's I only think a Met million fans dollars. Are embarrassed by it. It's a, in this day and age of baseball and salaries, a million dollars is nothing. This is, but look how long this is going back. To right.
1: It. And I just think every year. It's just a knock on the organization for making a stupid deal. It was brilliant by Bobby Bonilla, but a really silly deal back in the day by the Mets, and I think Met fans are embarrassed by it. That's all.
2: Well, Steve Cohen had an idea for it. He said, uh, how about we have a Bobby Bonilla day every year, <laughs> we hand him an
1: oversized check, <laughs> And drive a lap around the stadium. Could be fun. I think it's awesome. I don't know if Bonilla would come to it because he'd get booed out of the ballpark. But, <laughs> but
2: it could be fun. Like, let's have fun with it. I like it.
1: I think it is fun. I'm telling you, this guy seems like he's going to be a blast. Another fan
2: suggested, and uh, Steve Cohen replied that he liked the idea, uh, T-shirts for Mets fans that
1: say, Bobby Bonilla got a million dollars and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that, there you go. T-shirt giveaway. Not for nothing. They should do that on Bonilla Day anyway. Yes. Like yeah, that people is a, would like that. That's a great giveaway. It. Yes. Absolutely. And I did and then, like I did like Evan and uh Craig's uh Canovid 19 t-shirt idea for a uh, Canovid uh, Keno, yes. 19 when he tested positive for steroids the other day. Yeah. Uh like Darren that thought that would not sell though. Yeah, no, I don't know. And Evan line. didn't either. Craig was yeah. just hoping it would sell like 100 shirts. Right. So did he opt not to even print any for him? He's opted not to print. Wow.
2: Another interesting thing, and, and, and Steve Cohen was mostly having fun with uh, people with their weird ideas, but I thought it was interesting that he commented on uh, somebody asking if Mike Chernoff, yeah, from the Indians. Yeah, because this
1: was reported by MLB Network that he was going to interview.
2: When asked if Mike Chernoff was set for a formal interview, Steve
1: Cohen replied back, Not that I'm aware of, wrong again. Yeah, and That's I guess. That's weird. And I also saw they only have one candidate as of now.
2: Is that right? I.
1: I, I, it was a there was a line in the article. I thought they had at least a few candidates and I'm sure they do but the line in the article said they only have one candidate at the moment hmm. so but I, I saw the same thing I, I think it was MLB network that said um, he had lined up an interview this week I thought but why even comment on that on Twitter for Steve Cohen? because he's commenting on everything
2: yeah it was weird
1: it, this is like not oh, for weird, nothing out This is like you and I owning a team. <laughs> Jerry, I'm going to go on Twitter right now. And right. So, some people. All right, so if you owned a team or some sort of a business that had a social following or a public following, you'd be on Twitter. Probably. Of course you would. Like, why not? No, yeah, it's
2: fun. Especially in the beginning, it's fun. Wait he, he just gets trashed every day. He then doesn't have right fun.
1: now a financial concern in the world. He yeah. owns the Mets, and he's a fan, and so he's engaging with them. I think it's good. I mean, I don't know that I would... I don't know that I would comment on stuff like that about personnel, right. but you know, like the Bonilla thing, tremendous, yeah, absolutely that's fun. tremendous. And uh, more social
2: media, Jerry Obi Toppin's mom put out a photo of him as a kid in the nineties wearing a Latrell Sprewell Knicks Sure, that's pretty cool. That I is love cool. that. Like when little kids grow up to play for the teams that they rooted for, and you have photos. was not that the Garrett them. Cole thing with the Yankees? Yeah, the Garrett Cole thing, the dude uh, who was on the island that went to the Maple Leafs. John Tavares. John Tavares. Yeah, that that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know that hockey dude, Jerry.
1: You know that hockey guy, who Wayne Gretzky? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I can't remember his name, that hockey dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. Like, when, If you're able to have a photo of you on a team, that you also have a photo of you in one of their
1: jerseys when you were a kid, that's cool. Well... I mean, I posted my photo of me in the Danny White jersey. Yeah. And I got to work with him and do a Cowboy game. Pretty that cool. That is cool. That's it's not pretty cool. not quite the equivalent of playing for the team, right. but in this field, for me, the equivalent.
2: Like the Cowboys quarterbacks we've been making fun of, the ones that had to come in after Andy Dalton, Danucci, and... Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. They may have...
1: You're like Troy Aikman jerseys. Well, Danucci, I think is from Tech. I, I think Danucci's from Texas, or is Gilbert from Texas? I think Gilbert is from Texas, and I think that was a big deal for him.
2: Like, why did not we see that? I'm sure he had a Troy Aikman
1: jersey or shirt know. at some point. Where's I'm not sure. his mom no, putting out see. that stuff? They well, I guess at the end of the day, it's Garrett Gilbert, right? And he didn't play badly. Let's no. see. Where is he from? Is he from Texas? I think he was. Maybe he was no. a Dan. He was born in Buffalo. Maybe he was a Dan Pastorini fan uh, with the Oilers. He
2: Buffalo, did. he probably rooted against the Cowboys then in those Super Bowls. Uh, well, he's
1: only, no. I would have been disappointed. No, I. he would have been one. Hmm. <laughs> he would have been one years old? Wow. Yeah, he was born in 91. So they played the Bills in 92 and 93. I don't think he cared. Oh. he. So he's he was born in Buffalo, but he went to the University of Texas, and he went to SMU. I don't know. I feel mm. like he lives out mm. there, but I'm not sure. And then, what's his name? Ben Denucci, right? Ben Denucci. Ben Denucci Is he the one? Let's see here. Nope, he's from Atlanta. Okay, got that all right. wrong too. Right. Incorrect. So be it. <laughs> mm. well, um, listen. Andy Dalton lives in Texas. <laughs> yes, he does. That I'd, Now, I wonder if there's an Andy Dalton picture of him in a... Now, Dalton's what? He's got to be 30... How old is Dalton, would you say? 32?
2: Andy Dalton. Just Google it. Uh, all right, I'm going to Google it, Andy. Dalton. Let's Andy see. Dalton is, oh, I want to be faster than you, Jerry. He's 33. He was 33. born in 87.
1: Yeah, so you know what? He could he could be the guy that's got yeah. the Aikman jerseys. And he was born in Katy, Texas. You're right. I mean, Katie that's your Heister. guy right there. Yep. So we'll find out if he was a Cowboy fan growing up. I don't know Maybe if I'll he was tweet or him. wasn't. You want to tweet him? Hi, Andy. But why How is are that a creepy
2: voice? <laughs> that's my typing on uh, social voice.
1: Hello, Andy. Were you a Cowboys fan? (laughs) I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go take a shower. (laughs) It's 536. We are that close to Boomerangio at the top of the hour. Don't go away here on The Fan.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles; we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
3: Alan Jerry, this is the new normal.
2: Ooh, this is Pete. This is Pete Townsend's demo, uh, Jerry, of "You Better You Bet," where he sings vocals. Come on. Are you loving it, Jerry? Not really. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Raw.
3: It's there's okay. A, there's a reason why uh, Daltrey took lead vocals most of the time. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, this it's, is it's not emotion. bad. No,
1: it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. But, I mean,
3: compared to Rod Daltrey, he's got one of the greatest voices ever in rock. Good point. But it's you know he wrote it and it's yeah. good. But it wasn't. Like,
2: It wasn't meant for you to hear it. It was meant for demo only. There you go. I'm defying his rules, and I'm playing it. Well, it was released somewhere, no? It was. Right. I'm not so sure you really defied anything. Take that, Peter Townsend.
1: Come on, this part. Come on. You better, you
2: better, you better. It's okay.
1: I don't think it's terrible. Like you could air this. Oh, absolutely! It's not you. terrible. Nothing wrong. It's, like it's like a cover. No, but I mean, like you could play that. You could put that in rotation on a classic rock oh, station. Oh, for sure, 100. Nothing wrong with that. Classic rock, deep cuts. Yeah. Now,
2: the the old people that listen to classic rock normally, be like, "Where's the? Give me the real version. I want the real." You
1: know, it's amazing. To keep it real. You talk about timing in life. Yeah. You mentioned the quarterback yesterday. We were talking about the Heisman conversation, Eddie. Yes. You mentioned Josh Heupel. Eddie, are you there? Eddie did, yep. I'm sorry, say again. <laughs> I was talking to Flegelman. You were mentioning Josh Heipel yesterday. Yes. When was the last time you think you mentioned his name?
3: Oh my gosh. Um It could be, you know, 15 years.
1: When was the last time you even heard that name, Al? It could be uh, 15 years. So I hadn't heard of him either in forever. In and really I really know he was time. a coach.
3: He's a coach at UCF.
1: He just popped up on the TV screen. Yeah. R- That's r- weird.
3: Yeah. That is weak, yeah, he Jerry. went. To, I forget where he was before UCF, and then when uh, Frost left, he became the. I think he was his the head coach at Central Florida. Yeah, he was. He was a Frost OC in that year when they won their Fagay's National Championship that they declared themselves. Um, so yeah, and he then, was
1: quarterbacks coach at Missouri.
3: Until Observed. he went to UCF. But he was at. Uh, did he win the Heisman for Oklahoma? I thought he
1: did. I know he won that one. My point is, that I hadn't heard that name in years. You mentioned it yesterday, and today I see him on TV. And right. drafted by. So weird. My Dolphins. There you go. Late round, though. Nice. Hmm. All right, what else, Al? Hmm,
2: hmm. Jerry, uh, Wrigley Field is going to get federal landmark status. I'm
1: yeah. surprised he didn't have it already. Same
2: here. Like Fenway. No.
1: Like those two should be. No. It was built
2: in uh, 1914. And it was renovated, um, but uh, the this whole thing about landmark status, one, you do get um, tax breaks when you do renovate, but you can't renovate to the point where it's, you know, you still have to keep-
1: It's got to look the way it's supposed to look. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Because they said at one point Soldier Field had federal landmark status, and when they redid it, yeah, it got taken away.
1: I went there last year, and it was not anything of what I thought right. it would look like. It's, it's a monstrosity. Nothing. And you can see all the new building that they had done in the pre. I don't know when it was, but you can tell it's not what it was. Yeah. So I could see and in in Lambo the same way. Didn't they just build a ton around Lambo too? That I'm not sure about, but mm. I
2: love this idea that they can't really screw with Wrigley Field now. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's. I, you- I think it's all.
1: Well, they can. They'll just lose their status. Yeah, exactly. That is a play. I've got to get there at some Me point. Me too.
2: Let's go, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show from there. I would do that. Opening
1: day Chicago at Wrigley Cubs at Wrigley. I don't think we get back here in time for six, though.
2: I want to go sit up in those. We'll bring these uh, things like that. I'm broadcasting from home and we'll go sit The Comrex up- boxes. Yeah, Comrex box. We'll go sit up on top of one of those apartment buildings across the field. And or, that's uh, just just on the, f- the, the fences. We'll sit up there.
1: I believe there's a website called Rig- uh, Wrigley Rooftop. Yes. And you we'll can buy that, the Sherry. tickets to the game. And hang out up there and watch. We'll
2: do that. We'll plug in the direct to their uh, cable modem, so we'll have a nice, clean line.
1: I like it. It's gonna be I don't. Awesome. Want, I don't want to do opening day though. Let's do a day in like May. I want it we'll, to be warm. Let's do I a Wrigley's Met day. cold. Let's do in the April.
2: Mets in uh, in the summer. Right. Do we have that schedule? Like, do you know when that's going to be? No, but I'm sure it's going to be at some point.
1: Well, no, uh, I I know that. I'm just I'm asking. pretty sure
2: they play them this year, Jerry. They
1: they play them every year at Wrigley. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. is a, a year when they travel to Wrigley. Let's see here. If I pull this up, I do have the Mets 2021 schedule, though I I don't. Just spring training schedule. Mm. Jerry, Tiger Woods is set to play golf. Oh, no! wait a minute. I think I do have it. Hold on a second. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, I don't. Yes, I do. So they are in Chicago. See, it's too early. They're in Chicago third week of April. Yeah, it's too too cold. Too cold. No good. Too cold and breezy. Yep, not going to work for me. Jerry,
2: Tiger, and his son, Charlie who is only 11 years old, they're going to play in a father-son tournament, which will also feature John Daly and his son, whose name is also John Daly. Do you think you could beat Tiger Woods' no, son? No, golf? no, Do you think there's anyone at WFAN no, who could beat Tiger Woods' son? I don't. Just Tiger Woods' son. I don't, because Tiger Woods'
1: son, I believe, played a tournament, boy, six months, I forget, because there was a story on ESPN, and he shot like four under for nine.
2: Boomer fancies himself somewhat of a good player. Boomer's counter.
1: really good, but I've never seen Boomer shoot a front nine 31 or 32.
2: Imagine losing to an 11-year-old kid.
1: I, listen, I've told you this story before. The kid Sam Horsfield, who is a professional golfer now, I played with him and his dad when he was nine years old in uh, in Orlando. And I'll never forget, I was my it was my second round of the day. My dad and my brother had enough. They went in to get a drink, so I went to play my second round by myself. Then I pull up to the tee box and then up comes another cart. Hey, do you mind if we play? Sure, no problem. No, no, I'm not going to play. My son's going to play. And this little nine-year-old gets it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me.
2: <laughs> you think like, you're going to be in for a fine. long day?
1: Yeah, well, I figured it would take a while. And I also thought, you know what, let me just play a hole or two, and then I'll take off. I figured dad and this kid want to play. You know, I'm not going to pressure them. And, you know, I go up there, and I remember I teed off first, and it was like, hey, it was normal 250 right down the middle. Now For me, that was good. And I'm like, oh, there you go. I can play golf. And then this little scrawny nine-year-old gets up there and he played from the same tees. I thought he was going to play from like the senior tees because he was nine. And he, I'll never forget, he hit the ball like 15 yards past me. I'm like, wow, that's a nine-year-old. And if I i have the scorecard somewhere. Uh, I saved it because his dad told me that he played in tournaments in Florida. And I said, and you could just tell the kid had that extra gear. I want to say he shot, I only played nine with him. I think I had a 47 for the nine. I think he had a 34. I want to so say he had a two under 34.
2: This nine-year-old beat you handily. Easy,
1: easy. Everything was fairway, green, two putt next tee box. Hmm.
3: Can Matthew beat you or no?
1: Uh no, because he doesn't play. He doesn't care for it. So no.
3: Because we were at Top Golf, he was. He can hit the ball. Yeah. He just
1: doesn't care to play. Gotcha. The little guy, if he wants to play, I would guarantee Joseph. He's 10 now. I would say if Joseph started playing for real, as opposed to just a couple of times a year, a year or two, he'll be better than I am. Well, let's get him to yeah. play
2: uh, Tiger Woods kid Charlie. Yeah, no, he's See not going to be able goes. to
1: hang with him either. Oh. But Charlie, I think is a is a legit, you know, scratch golfer. Boomer's really good. Boomer's probably a three or four handicap, which is great. I mean, that's that's hard to do. Boomer's going to put up a seventy nine and eighty. This kid might put up a sixty eight. Hmm. So what
2: if he puts up a sixty nine?
1: Yes. That would That's, win a lot of ga- a lot of matches as well. That would win many matches actually. Yes. As long as that was for 18 and not 9.
2: Jerry, former Jets quarterback Mark Sanchez was interviewed. Why? They were I'm not sure. And they were discussing uh, Sam Darnold and he said and I'm going to use this quote Jerry and I did read the full article. Maybe it's best for both sides to move on. Okay. Well, that might happen. He thinks that, uh, Mar- that Mark Sanchez believes that Sam Darnold is not in a position to win. He has no players around him. It's a very difficult thing in New York City to play, as especially if you're a big-money guy like Mark Sanchez was. He says, you know, we pay these guys big money as he got big money when he first started, and then the fans expect you to be, you know, this amazing quarterback yeah. because you're getting paid amazing quarterback money, but you ain't there yet.
1: No. I'd be very, really curious what Sam Darnold gets on the on the open market. Yeah, I mean, I don't,
2: I don't think he hasn't much. shown
1: anything here, you and mean nothing. I'm not, and I don't even know that it's been his fault, but I don't know how you could go on what we've seen and say this is going to be like, let's say another because de- we see it all the time. Desperate teams pay stupid money for quarterbacks that don't deserve it, or they take a chance hoping that they'll turn out to be that. I don't know if a desperate team, what they would shell out for a Sam Darnold.
2: Do you think Jamarcus Russell still has, like, he's still loaded?
1: Yeah, because wasn't Jamarcus Russell, and Eddie would probably know this better than me, wasn't he one of the last of the big picks that got that monster contract before they amended things? He sure was, Yeah, before they had this
3: structured, the number ones get this. Didn't he get, like,
1: $100 million or something?
3: I don't know the exact total, but...
1: He had 31.5
2: guaranteed.
1: Is that all? Yeah. I'm mean, going say, is that all? Jesus. <laughs> is
2: that all? He no, must be
1: I'm just, working at the Home Depot now. <laughs> what was his contract, though? $68 I uh, 60, So six years, $61 million. Yeah. And $32 million guaranteed.
2: Oh, I would love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of money. I would no. love
2: to get a $32 million contract and then be a failure and then just go about my life.
1: Why do you want to be a failure? <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, that makes no sense to me. Who wants to be a failure? Well, I'm like Al motor- Dukes. <laughs> Holy moly. Were you that quarterback with the
2: Raiders that they paid all that money for? Yeah, it didn't pan out, but uh, got some cool cars now. Oh, my
1: God. So, yeah. That's so, his place to live. 2009. So, that's 11 years ago. You're asking me if he still has money left? Well, yeah. if he invested what he got, I- he should have plenty of money left. Now, does he? I have no idea. It's a great question.
2: How about this? In the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Russell housed uh, around a dozen evacuees who had fled the flooding in New Orleans including Fats Domino.
1: Wow, very admirable of him.
2: He put Fats Domino up after Hurricane Katrina.
1: Well, someone had to. Yeah. How about this? Number 1 overall pick and he yes. lasted like no time, made a yeah. fortune and did nothing. And he was on the radar, Jerry. Take a quick break. Final break of the hour. And then Boomer and Gio will start your summer football Friday coming up at the top of the hour. Right now on Amy Lawrence, Radio.com Sports Minute, as she takes a look at Thursday Night Football. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Seahawks beat the Cardinals last night, week 11, underway in the NFL. Al Dukes, what else she got? I see Matthew
2: Stafford's wife, Kelly. She went on a, a bit of a tear on social media, Jerry. She's not happy with all the coronavirus lockdowns.
1: I feel like she's said a few things on social media over the years, has she not? Yeah,
2: yeah, she's pretty good on social. I might have to start following her. She uh she said she was she's over living in a dictatorship that we call Michigan. They've also been uh, caught up in a couple of uh, of false positive COVID uh things Issues. with uh with her husband Matthew Stafford. That is
1: was, true. He had to sit around for a week, right? Yeah. 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 I mean,
2: so <laughs> she's not happy. I'm going to start following her on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Jerry. So what? Michigan's
1: under full lockdown? Is that God, who, they're
2: one of these, you know. Are what states where they tell you that you can't have um, you can't have a Thanksgiving dinner with your mom, or you can't eat cranberry sauce this week? Isn't that anything.
1: Chicago too?
2: I think there's a lot of places now. Is it? They also go like this: don't travel on Thanksgiving. Well, what if you already ma- made your travel plans?
1: Well, no one's going to not allow you to.
2: Right? They're saying they're really just recommendations.
1: Recommendations. Yeah.
2: And then I saw stores are worried that they're not going to have enough turkeys because now everyone needs their own turkey this year.
1: Well, what else were they doing? I'm oh, because like, you're saying because the, the gatherings yeah. are much smaller. Right. Well, like
2: boy. now we're going to need a lot of people are going to need sweet potatoes. A uh, lot of people are going to need stovetop stuffing.
1: You know what? You get what you get. It. And if you can't get potatoes, go buy rice. You'll be fine.
2: Turkey I mean, and honestly, rice,
1: Jerry? Who cares? This
2: is America. I don't
1: think I've had turkey on Thanksgiving in six years. Yeah. <laughs> What are you eating? Whatever else is there. I'm not, I just, I don't, I don't really like it.
2: You're a sides dish kind of guy? Is there a better
0: way to get ready for a weekend than hanging with a fan on Football Friday? I think not.